0: Welcome to the Love Your Life Podcast. My name is Stephanie. I'm a health and life coach, fitness enthusiast, entrepreneur, and a triathlete's wife. I am here to share my tips to help you create harmony on all aspects of your life. Health, career, spirituality, relationships, and personal development. Every week, you will be inspired to create a life you love and deserve. Welcome back to another episode. You are listening to episode 57, and this is your girl, Stephanie. Today, I wanted to talk about uh, something that has been on my mind. I know that I definitely have been plagued with this mentality, and I can possibly bet that quite a few of you ladies out there that are listening to this, and maybe some of you gentlemen, have also dealt with this mentality. It is the superwoman or Superman mentality. Now, don't get me wrong. Superman is my favorite, all-time favorite comic person. But when it comes to having that mindset of I have to do everything and be everyone all at once, that I have to be that Clark Kent and I have to be that Superman and I have to take care of all the world's problems, it can be very overwhelming as you can possibly imagine. And I know that I definitely have been dealing with this syndrome or this mentality or whatever it is that you want to call it for quite a while. I remember being in high school and trying to be that perfect everything, trying to be that perfect student, the perfect daughter, perfect friend, perfect girlfriend, whatever it may be. It was a lot to take on. I felt like Atlas and I had like this massive world on my shoulders. And on top of that, I was very empathetic. So all of my friends came to me to talk about their problems. And I felt that it was my job to help solve them and their problems, not realizing at the time that really the only one that can solve their problems is them. No matter how much advice I give them, they actually have to implement it. So I have been dealing with this for quite a while, all right? And I'm betting that quite a few of you have also. That trying to do so much, trying to be you know, really great at work and having that perfect social life and then having that great relationship and being that perfect mother that bakes all this amazing stuff and is a rock sale person at the bake sale and then going to all the PTA meetings and being that really great neighborly person and then also going to the bar class and the Pilates and yoga classes. And don't forget we also have to cycle. I mean, it's just like oh, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. I used to be that person that thought that if my plate was not full, like and runneth over, <laughs> then I needed to do something and I need to fill that void. How many of you out there have felt that way? Where like you have a moment to yourself, like maybe you have a few hours to yourself. And instead of just sitting back and enjoying it, maybe taking a nap or just not doing anything, you feel the need to fill it up. You feel like you're unproductive, right? Like, oh my gosh, who are you to have a few hours of your day to yourself? You don't deserve that. You have to be busy, right? You have to do things. There has to be some email that you need to respond to, some text message that you need to do, maybe call someone, oh, don't forget to do that laundry. And you also have to cook before the kids cut home. You need to also go grocery shopping and you need to go check in with mom to make sure she's okay. All of these things probably are running through your head the moment you have a moment to yourself. And instead of just giving yourself that time to maybe take a nap, or go for a stroll without your electronic device, to be maybe even to drive someplace without having the radio on, God forbid, all right, or listening to a podcast, or whatever it may be. And yes, I am telling you that if you are driving at this moment and you need some time for yourself, please turn off this podcast and tune back in at a later time, because sometimes you need that little bit of peace and quiet, that's all we need, really. But it's the superwoman mentality of trying to do so much, being on all these boards, being, um, working at so many different places. I mean, like I remember having two jobs if that, that was enough. And then also being on all these different boards because I wanted to be on the board of directors for this and that and whatever it may be. And that's what I thought I had to do in order to succeed in my life. And what ended up happening, I was worn out. And by the time I met my husband, I had a lot of obligations to do. I barely had time for him, right? And then when I started to get some free time and as he complained about the fact that I wasn't spending that much time with him, what did I end up doing? I ended up spending a lot of time with him and then I kind of neglected other things. And then when I decided to start my business, what did I do with any of the free time I had? I loaded it up with my business because it wasn't just enough for me to have my online business helping out my clients one-on-one, but I also need to teach at this gym and at that gym. And I need to drive 20 miles in one direction and then 20 miles in the other direction and then see personal training clients. And then on top of that, be able to check in with my clients online and send out emails and do social media. And then also do corporate wellness events and market and start to network and do all of these things. And the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Oh, and I got an email for a meetup. I need to go to this meetup because it's good for marketing. You can tell it's a lot, right? It's a lot to take on. But that was the mentality and still is the mentality that I hold on to. And I don't know why. I don't know why I hold on to this mentality that I have to constantly be busy and to solve all of the world's problems in order to be successful in what it is that I do. And the moment that I give, little bit of space for more things to happen, I still feel like I need to fill the void. I don't know why. I need to really work on that. I'm I'm not going to lie. I really need to work on that. But I do realize that when I give up on certain things, not like saying like give up, like I just say the heck with it, I'm not going to do it. But when I give myself some space to breathe, then other opportunities present itself. And we talked about this before in other episodes, where kind of hanging on to stuff for so long and then sometimes having to let it go opens up the door for other possibilities. A good example, and I um, went over to my old office space that I had and talked to to one of my old suite mates. I love the space. It was beautiful, it was a nice place to be, but it wasn't conducive to my business because a lot of my business is actually online and I need to have a good internet connection. And for some reason. As beautiful as the space was, the internet was not that great. It was only great in the conference room, which is open to all of the other tenants. So privacy was not there. And as far as recording podcasts, it wasn't the best place to record podcasts because there was a lot of echoing and a lot of noise from the other tenants. The walls were paper thin. So it just wasn't very conducive for everything. And after, spending three months of paying for space and not utilizing it, except for maybe four hours a month because I just wasn't going over there. And I kept coming home because of the fact that the internet wasn't working and the sound quality and all the other kind of things were just not working out. When I finally let go of it, so much amazing things had happened. I ended up getting six new clients and it was great. It was great because I let that space to be there. I no longer needed to hang on to it. There was no need for it. And I had the ability to be a very amazing coach and to see some amazing transformations happen. And I'm so grateful for that. And I'd sit there and i think about it. If I held on to that space, if I kept... That busyness in my life with these other opportunities present itself? I don't know. I don't think so. I really don't think so. Again, I wanted to go back into the superwoman mentality and how it's really not that great of a mentality to hold on to. Now, don't get me wrong working and being a working mom or an entrepreneur and all that stuff is amazing. We've had made some amazing strides as women, right? where we now are working alongside of our husbands, we're holding our own jobs, we're opening up our own businesses. We have the right to vote. I mean this is a great, great thing, but we also have the other responsibilities to go with it. Just because we started working does not mean that you know we don't have to clean the house or do the laundry or take care of the kids or pick up the kids or be there when the kids are sick and all these other things that we were doing, oftentimes when we were a stay-at-home mom or a housewife, now we have to be that housewife and that entrepreneur, that CEO, that businesswoman. It's a lot. It's two jobs, really. It's two jobs that we have to do. And we put this pressure on ourselves that we have to do these two jobs like impeccably. But Why do we put this pressure on ourselves? Why do we feel like we have to be perfect at both jobs? Something has to give. It's too much, too much to do all at once. So either something has to give or we need to let go of that perfectionist mentality of that mentality that anything less than perfect is considered a failure. If we don't do our job perfectly and if we don't come home and have that dinner on the table at a certain time and having everything look so beautiful as we present itself, so, if we don't fold those clothes just right and we don't clean the house till it's spick and span and you can take a white glove and place your finger on it and not an inch of dust comes off of it. If we don't make those cupcakes that are for our kids' bake sale and then de- decorate them just perfectly because store bar is just not acceptable in the PTA club. All of those things, if we don't get rid of this perfectionist mentality that things have to be perfect, that we also have to look perfect and play that perfect Stepford Wife role while also being the devil wears Prada CEO woman of our business we're going to experience something called burnout. A great analogy of this, and I'm not sure if I ever um, explained this before on a podcast episode, but a great analogy of this is imagine that you're cooking, right? You're cooking a stir fry. And in your stir fry, you had started your rice on the back burner and you have that boiling and everything else and it's cooking. And on the front two burners, you have one with your vegetables and then one with your stir fry chicken or shrimp or whatever it may be, right? And you're cooking this up and you're focusing so much on the first two burners, making sure that the meat and the vegetables do not overcook, that they're just right, that they're seasoned, that you're flipping them every so often to make sure that they're evenly sauteed and everything else and that they cook up just right before combining the two together that you completely neglect that there's that rice on that back burner because it's been covered up and it's been cooking and you forgot to set that timer. And before you know it, dinner is ready and you're getting ready to plate this meal with all your family. And what ends up happening, you open up the rice to go and fluff it and you realize that you completely burnt the rice. It is burned to the crisp. Now you have so burnt that you have to actually soak it In order to be able to clean the pot. I know because I've been there and I've done that before. That is you. All right. So imagine that rice is you. You put yourself and your self-care and your happiness and all the other things on the back burner and you take care of your family, which is the vegetable melody, and you take care of your job which is that protein source that you have that you forget about the thing that combines all of it together into that lovely stir fry. And that is you. And it doesn't look so appealing when you have perfect vegetables on one side, nicely seared meat on the other side and burnt to a crisp rice to be the thing that combines the whole dish together. So that means that we have to start refocusing What is important to us? Is it important that we are on the outside living this great life and we have all these tasks and we can do so much, right? We can do everything. We can be artsy crafty and we can be athletic and we can be a good chef and we can be great at cleaning things and we can be great at problem solving stuff at work and we can also be that great friend that gives out the advice. We can be all these things. We can be, what does they say? Jack of all trades, but master of absolutely none. I know. I've been there. I had to realize in my own business that although I can do a lot of things, I'm a cycle instructor. I'm a Pilates instructor. I'm TRX. I'm a personal trainer. I can do kickboxing, right? Nutrition women's hormonal health. I can do so many things. I have lots of knowledge. I'm learning herbalism with my Ayurveda class. I can do a lot of these things, but although I can do a lot of these things, a lot of these things give me joy. Is it necessary that I do all of the things or is it best that I focus on a handful of things or maybe one of the things that really interests me and become the best that I can possibly be doing that single thing and then leaving it up to other people who I know solely do cycle, solely does Pilates, solely does yoga, whatever it may be, to call those experts in to be able to handle that end of the business so that I still have some time for myself to breathe To be able to give back to myself without feeling that there's something more that needs to be done, that I haven't done something properly, that I have no right to be relaxing. That I feel guilty for even thinking about taking care of myself, going on vacation, hanging out with friends, taking a spa day, whatever it may be, because I have to still run the business. So I used to be that person that was afraid to ask for help. I was afraid to ask for help when I was a kid in school. I don't want to be that person to ask for help. You know, I can do it all. Even on my wedding planning, I didn't really ask for help. My poor maid of honor was like, give me some things to do. And I'm like, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I didn't want to be that burden to anyone else. So I put a lot of things on my plate. Wasn't great. Didn't do serve me anything at all. And when I finally was able to let go of the reins and let someone else assist and ask for their help because I knew that I wasn't the best person for doing this, refer people out, whatever it may be, instead of hanging on to that client that I know I can't serve, things got a lot better. So my message for you is to really, let's start Letting go of that superwoman mentality, that perfectionist mentality that we have to be everything to everyone and we have to do it perfectly. And let's start saying one of the most empowering words that we can possibly say to take back control of our lives and of our schedule to create less chaotic hecticness and more peace in our lives. And that's simply the word no, no, thank you. Or, you know, I have to check my schedule and get back to you at the moment. I'm sorry, but that's not going to work for me. You know, I don't think I'm a good fit for it, but I can refer you to someone else. I really appreciate you thinking about me, but it's not going to work. Whatever way you want to say no, let's practice this week of saying no to a couple of things in our life that really is not serving us. Right. And when I say that, I'm gonna give you kind of a list of examples. So some of the things that might be not serving us is those extra projects that we had taken on at work that we know we aren't gonna be able to make that deadline. Maybe reevaluating, talking to your team leader, talking to your team and saying, like, you know what, I know I said I was gonna do X, Y, and Z. I don't think I'm a good fit for this. I would love to help someone else along with this process, and I really think that so and so would be a better fit for this. You know, if you have the luxury of being able to pass it along and delegate, whatever it may be, do it. You're not a good fit for it. Hire someone else that is. If you're in the business person, so if social media is not your thing, don't try to become a social media expert. I tried doing that. It was a waste of my time. Let me oh let me let me go on YouTube and let me go all of these business seminars and figure out how to write really good copy. And become the social media expert versus just saying, you know what? This is not my forte. I'll find someone else to help me out with this. And simply finding the person that's good at it. You know, graphics. I was making my own graphics for a long time. I'm like, you know what? Someone else can do this a lot better. I'm just going to go find someone else that can do this. So things like that, delegating those tasks out. Um, Maybe it is a commitment that you made that you really, 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 really don't want to go to, but you feel like you have to go to. So maybe it's that family outing or that after work drink of a friend or whatever it may be, and you're really not feeling it, right? You're kind of like, oh, I feel like I have to go, but I really don't. I'd rather just be at home. Watching Netflix, watching my favorite TV show, chilling out with my dog. I really don't want to do this. Whatever it may be, call them up, tell them, hey, it's not going to work out. Free up that time. If they ask you another time, say, I have to check my schedule and get back to you, you know, and get control of your schedule. So start eliminating things that are on your schedule that just don't serve you. And start scheduling in the things that I do. Maybe it's instead of hanging out with that friend. Tonight, you're going to later on treat yourself to massage, whatever it may be. Other things is letting go of those limiting beliefs, those beliefs that you aren't good enough unless you keep yourself busy all the time, that you don't deserve that time for yourself. That you don't have time for happiness and peace and quiet and sleep. The sleep is overrated, right? I've heard that a lot of times. Oh my God, sleep is so overrated. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Well, guess what? You might get your wish a lot sooner than you expected. Because if you don't get any sleep, you're going to be brain dead. Your brain is just not going to function. It's going to feel like jello. And then you're going to have a lot of extra things that's going to happen. Stroke, heart attack, whatever it may be, because there's constant stress on your body. So you might get your wish a lot sooner than you expect. So again, find something. And my task for you this week is to find something that you can let go of. Another thing to let go of might be the excess junk that you have in your house. Clearing the physical space so that you can have the mental space available. Hard to be mentally clear and focused when you are living in a disarray, when your desk is all over the place and you're looking for that sticky note that has that phone number on it of that person that you need to get in contact with because they have that business deal that you know is going to solidify your upcoming sales growth. But it's under a pile of who knows what. Like you don't know if it's in your purse, you don't know if it's at home, and you can't seem to find it on your scattered desk because they're all over the freaking place. And it typically ends up being in like the weirdest spot, like on stuck on the back of a note um, of a, like of a book or something like that, or folded up really, really small. I don't know. It's always in a spot that is really hard to find. So taking that time to make space, simply making space on your calendar, in your physical space, in your mind, and then letting me know how it goes. So simply send me a message on Instagram. You can follow me over at FWL underscore stuff and send me a private message and let me know how you did this week. What is it that you let go of? And then how do you feel after letting go of that? I want to hear from you. And I will see you guys next week. Next week is the 4th of July. So I am super excited about that. Who is excited for the 4th of July? I know I am. So I will see you guys next week and enjoy your holiday. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning into the Love Your Life podcast. All information and links for this podcast can be found in the show notes. If you like this episode and want to continue the conversation, you can email me at info at fitnesswellnesslife.com. And for more information to living a life you love, follow me on Instagram at FWL underscore Steph and on Facebook at Fitness Wellness Life. As always, you can schedule a free 30-minute call with me by going to www.fitnesswellnesslife.com. Thanks again, and don't forget to tune in next week for another inspiring episode.